sharing the good news of Christ. It's your host, Craig James, and this is Just Informed Talk Radio. Welcome to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Thanks for joining us here, as always, to everybody listening, whether you're listening live here in 1360 AM in the Front Range, or you're listening at 1360KHNC.com, or you're listening after the fact to the podcast. We appreciate it, and I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. A lot to cover here today. Uh, Some big stories happening Since we last were here together yesterday morning, and we're going to cover what those stories are. In fact, uh, we had the largest mass shooting this year uh, in Maine, Lewistown, Maine, right on the heels of the new House Speaker being elected. And some other big stories broke, but... uh, Of course, we are not going to be focusing on that in the fake news mainstream media narrative. Now the narrative is going to be, we have to take away your guns, which it's just a coincidence that just yesterday before this shooting, we had Kamala Harris posting that we need to ban assault rifles. And of course, then some deranged lunatic goes and shoots up a bowling alley with an assault rifle who just so happened to be a uh, 20-year veteran of the Army who was, uh, you know, it, it, it's all a coincidence. If you think otherwise, if you even question this, you may get sued into oblivion and you'll have to pay a trillion dollars and uh, <clears throat> your entire business and life will be ruined for questioning uh, the coincidental nature of these mass shootings and how they keep happening right when the narrative is starting to shift to expose these globalist deep state, uh, you know, bureaucrats who are trying to exploit America and get us into never ending wars. They always have a convenient domestic issue for us to be fighting uh, against. I'm reminded of William Cooper and him writing in his book, Behold a Pale Horse. Uh, He actually talked about this. And I can share with you the exact quote. Here it is. The government, this is a quote from William Cooper in his book, Behold a Pale Horse, in his chapter, chapter 12, entitled The Secret Government. This is from page 225 of the uh, book. It says, quote, The government encouraged the manufacture and importation of military firearms for the criminals to use. This is intended to foster a feeling of insecurity, which would lead the American people to voluntarily disarm themselves by passing laws against firearms, using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in a process called Orion. The CIA inculcated the desire in these people to open fire on schoolyards and thus inflame the anti-gun lobby. This plan is well underway. And so far, is working perfectly. The middle class is begging the government to do away with the Second Amendment. Now, remember, this book was written more than two decades ago. And it predicts exactly... Every time there's a mass shooting... Not every time, because some, some of them are just you know one-off, deranged people. But 
you could almost guarantee that a majority of these mass shootings, there is more going on than meets the eye. We go back to what happened with the Buffalo mass shooting at the supermarket, where you had the uh, the kid who was being radicalized online. It just so happens that the person radicalizing him online was a former FBI or federal agent who was having conversations and telling him which body armor to buy and what kind of guns to use. But hey, that's totally coincidental, and we shouldn't look more into it, and we shouldn't ask any questions, and we certainly shouldn't go back and read William Cooper and uh, understand what he said about Pro, the, the the Orion process where the in, the CIA uh, used hypnosis on mental patients to with drugs to induce a desire to open fire on society that is something that you are a conspiracy theorist if you talk about if you believe if you ask questions about if you remotely I mean like just the fact if you even think that you should probably be arrested. If you even think, you should probably be put on civil trial like Alex Jones and lose all your money. Because that's crazy. And you'd have to be crazy to think that. So, the details are horrific and graphic. And first off, let's say a prayer for all the people. Lord and Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who lost their lives, Lord, their families, that you'll help comfort them. Lord, help us make sense of this senseless violence to understand how to combat this evil in this fallen world. And God, I pray for your strength and courage and wisdom so that we may help others see the truth. Lord, let the Holy Spirit speak through me and others who are seeking to bring light into this dark world to show the truth of what's happening. And I pray for spiritual clarity and wisdom and discernment in how I will talk about this understanding the loss of life so tragic and pray for our audience lord out there to stay safe and to be aware of their surroundings and be prepared for what kind of evil this world has in store for us lord we can overcome it with you we know that the battle's been won we give ourselves to you freely thank you in jesus name amen you know i gotta be honest here looking at this story just from what we have so far it is insane at least 22 dead, 50 to 60 people injured in Lewistown, Maine, as a individual who goes by the name of Robert Card walked into a bowling alley, of all places, and started mowing people down, which I would say that's all the more reason to carry. If you have your CCW or your CHP or whatever it is, or it's legal where you're at, you should be carrying all times. The, the, a lot of people say this means, oh, we need less guns. We, no, no, no. We need more guns. Because if there were only a couple people in that bowling alley, and I don't know the details yet, maybe there were, maybe the, maybe more life would have been lost if there hadn't been people there armed, or I don't know all the details yet. We don't know the details. But let's just say that... Had, if there hadn't been people there, if there wasn't people there with guns, and, and this is the, the tragedy, the death toll, or regardless if there were people with guns, if there were more people with guns, these kind of things would be less 
likely to happen. Because the more you arm good citizens, upstanding, moral, right, you know, God-fearing citizens, the, the more safe society gets. And the more you disarm people, then they become sitting targets like you saw here in Lewistown, Maine. And, you know, I don't know exactly where Tucker Carlson lives in Maine. But, you know, we talked the other day about conspiracy theory, how it's been turned into a pejorative. I actually had a report I shared with you by Ian Davis about this exact thing, which in the article, it talked about how the reason conspiracy theory label is created and is turned into a pejorative is because the state and the propagandists don't want the public to be aware of inconvenient evidence, let alone to examine it. So the challenging of evidence is buried under the wild conspiracy theory label, thereby signaling to the unsuspecting public that they should automatically reject all of the offered facts and evidence. So instead of us allowing them to call us conspiracy theorists for questioning things like, why was William Cooper telling us about a secret process done by the CIA using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in a process called Orion to inculcate the desire to open fire on the public? Before we let them call some conspiracy theorists for asking questions about that, maybe we should look at the history of this shooter. And he has a sordid past. You're going to want to hear about it. Just so happens he's connected to the military. Very interesting, interesting background indeed. And he was go undergoing uh, mental evaluations for wanting to commit a mass shooting, and then he was released. How convenient and coincidental. Stay tuned. We're going to cover it all when we come back. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And over the break, we had a texter text in. The text line is open or call. You can call or text. The number is 877-536-1360. That, again, is 
877-536-1360. An interesting text contribution here from a 970 number. And what they contribute is a, is a series of stories uh, that relate directly to what we're talking about here with this mass shooting that took place up in Maine. I'll read the text because it seems interesting enough to share. It says, The shooter yesterday in Maine complained of hearing voices in his head. In 2013, a man took three hostages at a bank in Louisiana, killing two before being killed by cops. Months earlier, he was interviewed by the FBI and DHS. He told them that he was hearing voices. Congressman Allard Lowenstein wanted to reopen an investigation into the assassination of Robert Kennedy. Lowenstein was killed in 1980 by a man who said he received messages in his head broadcast by a CIA transmitter. In August, a guy murdered two kids, one of whom was a TikTok star on a date at a movie theater in Corona, California. He said he was precipitated by voices that he had started hearing about eight months ago. On September 5th, 2021, a Marine killed four people, including a baby in Florida. His girlfriend says he developed the belief he could talk to God over the past week or so. Noah Green, the guy that rammed the Capitol Police officers, said he believed the federal government was targeting him with mind control. Jared Loeffner, the guy who that shot Gabby Giffords and killed six others in Arizona, told a psychic that he had heard voices compelling him to violence. Connor Betts, who murdered nine people outside of a bar in Dayton, Ohio, heard voices in his head from childhood on. Aaron Alexis, a former Navy, naval reservist and military contractor, heard voices in his head that he attributed to extremely low-frequency uh, EM priority or prior to killing 12 people in Naval Sea Systems Command at Washington Navy Yard. Nicholas Cruz, the Parkland shooter, said he heard voices for most of his life that pushed him to violence. Tamerlan Sarnev complained of voices in his head telling him to do bad things just for the Boston bombing. Paddock, Stephen Paddock, said that the government could hack into his head and control him. Esteban Santiago Ruiz complained of voices in his head and claimed the CIA was forcing him to watch ISIS videos before he killed a bunch of people at an airport. The government's MK Ultra voice to skull, voice of God technology is real and uh, was heard about since at least 1974. This was nearly 50 years ago. Imagine what we have now. Thank you for that text. And I, are you kidding? See, again, I'm going to reiterate Ian Davis's article. Before you allow them to call us a conspiracy theory show and, and, and just label us as the, with the pejorative conspiracy theory, remember that they've created this knee-jerk reaction to consider any questioning of, of what happened as a, a lunatic conspiracy theory because they want the challenging of evidence to be buried under a wild conspiracy theory label and that will signal to the public that they should automatically reject all the offered facts and evidence. Why did William Cooper write about in his book, Behold a Pale Horse, Project Orion, the CIA process of using drugs and hypnosis to inculcate individuals into desiring to open fire on the public. Why did he write those words? Why did he say that the government encouraged the manufacture and importation of military firearms for criminals to use? To foster a feeling of insecurity to lead the American people to voluntarily disarm themselves? 
These are all simple questions. And again, take it with a grain of salt. Don't trust me. Go do your own research. But I look at this from a point of skepticism to understanding that what we saw in Maine, there's much more there than even meets the eye. So the story goes on, interestingly enough, for those of us paying attention, the story goes on. Let me go ahead and pull this up. I want to pull up the exact phraseology here that I've heard discussed. So apparently the U.S. Lewistown shooter was sent to a mental health facility in the summer where he, after he threatened to shoot up a base shortly after they released him. According to law enforcement, now this is from the Maine Information and Analysis Center. This is their uh, information center for, for the public. Yesterday, they put out a notice saying that according to law enforcement, Robert Card, the shooter in this horrific shooting, recently reported mental health issues to include hearing voices and threats to shoot up the National Guard base in Maine, Saco, Maine. Card was also reported to have been committed to mental health facility for two weeks during the summer of 2023 and subsequently released. Now, I haven't heard if they've caught this individual yet because none of the stories have updated to this point this morning as to whether he has been apprehended. As, as I last understood it, he is still on the loose. So he is still yet to be apprehended. And he is a 20-year Army veteran, according to the reports that I've been reading. He had been recently discharged. And now he is the suspect in these shootings. So it's a lot of information there. He also happened to be a trained firearms instructor. In the Army Reserve stationed outside of Saco, Maine. This is a horrible, horrible tragedy. And again, we're praying for all those people out there. And I just have to wonder the coincidental timing of this all. That's really my question. You know, what happened yesterday? Why, why, why are we now focusing on this? Why this is going to be the mainstream media media's Big talking point why we need to ban assault rifles, right? That's going to be their their big push now. Something that was interesting, though. One day ago, presumably before this, as far as I can tell, before this shooting took place, Kamala Harris posted on her, I believe, Instagram account this graphic with the text that says, Congress must pass an assault weapons ban. President Joe Biden will sign it. With the caption, 
Congress must have the courage to act and renew the assault weapons ban. Now, of course, within a short period of time from this post being made, people were writing things in the comments like, how about a ban on missiles to Gaza and stop killing innocent children there? Whichever side of that issue you want to be on is your call. But I'm not for indiscriminate murder on either side from anyone. If that if that makes me some radical, then so be it. But, I mean, indiscriminately murdering <clears throat> anyone is not a good thing, in my opinion. I do not believe in it. Whether it's in Israel, or it's in Palestine, or it's in Gaza, or it's in Lewistown, Maine, or wherever it is, I'm, I'm against indiscriminate murder. How about that? What a novel thing. I am against that. I am wholeheartedly against it. It is wrong. It is evil. It is pure demonic evil. <clears throat> but, within a short period of time after Kamal Harris posts this, push for an assault weapons ban, of course, all of a sudden, some off-the-reservation lunatic from the Army National Guard, or national, the, the, was it the Army National Reserve? Yeah. He walks into a, a bowling alley in Lewistown, Maine, and starts blowing people's heads off. Right? But don't worry, because as with all, nearly all of these incidents, the FBI surely had him on their quote-unquote radar, but perhaps they were too busy violently arresting Catholics praying outside of abortion clinics or spying on moms and dads at PTA meetings who don't want their kids to be indoctrinated into the LGBTQ suicide cult. You know, because we got to have priorities as a nation, right? We, we can't, can't be looking out for these psychotic mass shooters. That, that would be, that'd be too much to ask for, folks. Far too much to ask for. I mean, this is where we're at. I mean, this makes me upset because they knew this guy was mentally ill. They knew he was a threat. They knew everything that he said. He said he wanted to shoot up a military base. He's a firearms instructor, for crying out loud. Perhaps we should prioritize him as somebody to look at more closely and keep a closer eye on than just, oh, well, he was on our radar. Or perhaps he was the perfect candidate for Project Orion which Bill Cooper talked about in his book, and we talked about this all morning so far, where they use drugs and mental hypnosis on mental patients. Well, hmm, we have a mental patient who had been in a mental institutions for wanting to shoot up a military base and claiming he heard voices. And if there's any more of an ideal candidate for this uh, Orion process from the CIA, as, as described in Bill Cooper's 
book of behold, behold a pale horse, I can't think of a, a better candidate. And what's the goal? To disarm the American public. Why? Because we, the people, are sick and tired of being ran by a bunch of corrupt, treasonous kleptocrats who have sold us out to the globalists, who want nothing more or short of the full-sale destruction of America, the implosion of our sovereignty to bring in the one-world government, which they all think they're going to have high positions in and, and run, when in reality, the useful idiots selling us out will be the first ones marched off to the gulags. And that's how this goes. That's just how it goes. I mean, it is truly unfortunate how we've come to this today. This place of, instead of talking about like, I don't know, the new Speaker of the House, who's not perfect by any means, but the new Speaker of the House invoking Christian morality and promising to change Washington, D.C., we're talking about some psychopath who found it necessary to go murder a bunch of people, allegedly, according to the, the police report. He's a suspect of interest at the moment. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you can say it's a coincidence, and that's fine. And you may be right. Maybe it is all just a big coincidence. Maybe I'm just th reading too much into this. P crazy people do exist. Schizophrenia and those other... I've seen people with, with schizophrenia. I've known people relatively well who've had that, that kind of mental health condition and it's terrible and it's a tragedy and it's an affliction and it's, in my opinion, it's, it's demonic possession. But I can just say this, that there is no way in my humble opinion, that the timing of these incidents is 100% random and coincidental in 100% of all cases. It just, it just doesn't make sense. It's too convenient. This is too helpful to those in power. The forces of evil and darkness, they can't stand it. When Christ's name is invoked, and when we get back, I'm going to play a clip from the Speaker of the House, the new Speaker of the House, invoking Christian morality from the, the pulpit of the Speaker of the House, overseeing Congress. We have to put Christ back at the center of our lives, folks. That's how we combat this evil. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your 
family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Scope on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town Around here, we take care of our own. That's Jason Aldean. Try that in a small town. And, uh, yeah, you know, these people with this mass shooting we're talking about, see how far you make it down the road in a small town here. And that's the problem. We need more people to be proficient in defending themselves. We don't need less guns. We need more guns. More guns will create a more civil and decent society. The more we arm law-abiding citizens, the healthier and safer this country will be. The more we take away guns from law-abiding citizens, the more dystopic and Orwellian our society will crumble into being, as we see in, other, in so many other cases. I mean, you look around the world. Just today, I was, I was watching a video on social media of a police officer in the UK telling a woman that she was going to be fined and possibly arrested for silently praying outside of an abortion clinic because they consider it a form of protest. Now, mind you, she was just standing outside of an abortion clinic. She wasn't even saying anything, but she was speaking to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. She was calling on God to save those those unborn children. And this dark, demonic force that's overtaken our world, they can't have that. Just like every pagan society before, the invocation of the murdering of children 
the protection of that practice has to be maintained because they need they need innocent blood that's what they crave just like these psychopaths who go and shoot up innocent people in these mass shootings as is the case here in Maine somebody texted in the call and text line is always open 877-536-1360 that's 877-536-1360 somebody from the 970 texted and says isn't it ironic how all of these lunatics are quote unquote on the radar for talking about doing things like this but are just left to wander around as they wish unmonitored when an overweight 80-year-old guy makes an off-cuff remark online, he gets his house stormed and murdered because he's such a large threat to safety. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the point is, our society is falling apart, and it's designed. It's, it's all intentional. I, and I say that because I've observed enough over time to understand how this process is going to work what's going to happen from here instead of addressing the issues of mental health mental illness more specifically they're going to talk about seizing guns from law-abiding citizens instead of questioning things like what William Cooper told us about Project Orion or the Orion process where the CIA uses drugs and hypnosis on mental patients to create mass shooters to precipitate fear in public conscience so that the public will willingly disarm themselves. Instead of asking perhaps why this firearms instructor, instructor from the U.S. Army Reserves who just got out of a mental institution where he told people he was going to shoot up a bunch of innocent individuals, perhaps asking questions about, you know, who, who were his psychologists? Who was treating him? Who signed off on his release? Who has he been talking with online? Were any of those people spooks, intel assets, former or present? Instead of asking those questions, they're going to say, we need to get rid of your guns. You, the law-abiding citizen, don't, ha don't have a right to, you don't have a right to protect yourself now. Because, of, uh, could you imagine if you were in that bowling alley, and let's say you're one of the 50 or 60 people who was shot or injured, I wonder, would you rather have a gun to protect yourself with and those around you, your family and friends? Or would you rather trust that the government making a law about nobody being able to have guns would keep this psychopath from getting his hands on a gun? Which I doubt it would have, considering the fact that he was an Army Reserve firearms instructor, apparently, who probably had access to many guns over many years and wouldn't have a problem having access to a gun. No, I think you would rather be armed. 
I think that makes sense. But again, they don't want you to be able to protect yourself, to protect your freedom. And before we go any further, let me just say thank you. I got to thank the spons- one of the sponsors of this show, thefreedompeople.org. Now, these are patriots. The real question is, do you have 30 minutes to spare for a conversation that could save you, your family, and your business time, money, and possible disaster? Do you have 30 minutes for it? Well, if you do, or even if you don't, make 30 minutes for it and go to thefreedompeople.org. There's a button at the top of the page there. It says schedule a call. You pick a date. You pick a time. They'll give you a free 30-minute call and explain to you how they can help you trade your dependence for self-determination. What's their mission? Well, their mission is simple. Legally and lawfully, they know the processes to help you reduce your exposure to the taxman and other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up a trust to protect you and your family and your business. They can help you set up a private membership association, which helps you protect your business and avoid certain regulations. They can help you do a a number of things to protect yourself and your family, your business, for generations to come. They can set you up. And how do they do it? Well, because they've studied the regulations. They've studied the tax codes. They have a, a very strong grasp over how to defend you and your business and your family going into the future generationally. So I want you to give them a call. Talk to them. Let them explain how they can help you. When you go into your, your web browser on your phone or your computer, just type th- these words, the, T-H-E, freedompeople.org. Thefreedompeople.org. Make sure you put the in front or else you go somewhere else. Thefreedompeople.org. When you get there, schedule that call. It's, pr- it's a very simple process. They'll give you a 30-minute consultation. And they'll just explain what they can do for you. They'll, you'll tell them about your situation. They'll explain what they can do. Maybe you have a business and you want to help set it up for success going into the future. You're, you're afraid of certain regulations or problems that may arise, so you want to you set it up for uh, uh, you know, prosperity. Or you have a, a will. You're, you want to set up a, a, excuse me, you want to set up a trust to protect your family so that your kids don't pay an arm and a leg in taxes when they get their inheritance. Or any other reason, they'll explain what they can do. Do me a favor, give them a call today, thefreedompeople.org. Thanks to them for sponsoring this show. When we come back, we got much more to cover. I'm going to play you the new House, Speaker of the House, I should say, Mike Johnson, invoking Christian morality over our Congress. Thanks be to God. What a blessing. God is good. To God be the glory. We need to go back to Christ, not away. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. 
This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're continuing <clears throat> today to cover news, but of course, the news cycle gets interrupted by mass shooting whenever it takes place. And the same talking points get rolled out about how if we just disarm law-abiding citizens, then these mass shootings will cease to happen and mentally ill people will just disappear and the CIA and, and the intelligence services will stop using drugs and hypnosis to possibly, maybe, radicalize and inculcate people into committing mass shootings. I don't know that that's true for a fact. I'm just telling you, William Cooper wrote about it over two decades ago. He wrote about, specifically, a process called Orion. And he wrote about, specifically, the desire of the government to have the population of the United States disarm itself willfully. And one of the things that makes us great and safe and prosperous is gun ownership. It's protected in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, for a specific reason. It is the Second Amendment for a reason, only behind the freedom of speech and, and religion is the freedom to protect and defend yourself and bear arms. So anytime you, you have a situation like this where a tragedy takes place and they want to convince us that we should voluntarily disarm ourselves, why well, simply say no? Absolutely not. If anything, when I hear a story like this, I should I, we should be buying more guns. We should be going and, and, and stocking up our, our you know, ammunition and, and firearms and taking firearms training courses to learn how to safely and effectively use our firearms to defend ourselves. That's what we should be doing. We should be peacefully and lawfully preparing ourselves to defend ourselves and others if necessary. Training on what you would do in a situation where a mass shooting took place. Would you be armed? Would you be prepared? 
Do you have a license to carry concealed? Are you prepared for this to happen if you were out with your friends or your family or your coworkers? Are you prepared to defend yourself? <clears throat> that's the, I mean, that's, that's what the, the narrative should be. Because if we did more of that nationally, if we promoted responsible gun ownership and gun safety, and we, we encourage individuals to be armed and prepared, then this kind of stuff wouldn't happen. At the rate it's been happening. It may happen, but I'll tell you what. There'd be probably a lot less than than 16 people dead. It would probably be a lot fewer than that. And a lot less people injured. If even there were a few. Now, I don't know the details. Maybe there were. Maybe this could have been much worse. Maybe there were people who were armed at the bowling alley. Who were able to fight off this guy. And maybe, maybe that's. A story that we'll hear later. But for now, I have to assume that nobody in there was armed. Otherwise, I would presume this guy would be dead and wouldn't have gotten as far as he did. To the point now where, as far as I can tell, he's still on the loose from what I can see. I don't have any updates at the moment on this story, so you'll have to just bear with me. But... When I see this story, I, I my mind goes directly toward we need more guns, we need more responsible, law-abiding citizens to be armed. And if the government doesn't like that, well, you know what? They can pound sand, and I'll give them a pocket constitution to, to, to go read quietly in a corner somewhere. Because it is our constitutional right to defend ourselves. But regardless of that, it's our God-given right to defend ourselves. Just like it's our God-given right to be free. So, that's where we're at today. And I can tell you right now that what the devil doesn't like more than anything is the invocation of God over the House of Representatives, and that's exactly what Mike Johnson did yesterday. I want to play this clip. This is a part of his opening speech as Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Listen to a a segment of his speech here. And I'll tell you what, the devil's angry. He doesn't like it when we invoke the name of Christ, and he certainly doesn't like it when the name of Christ is invoked over an evil Congress. Not entirely, but a lot of evil people reside in it. They don't like this, so listen to this. Check it out. ...to take good care of it. I want to tell all my colleagues here what I told the Republicans in that room last night. I don't believe there are any coincidences in a matter like this. I believe that Scripture, the Bible, is very clear. that, That God is the one that raises up those in authority. He raised up each of you. All of us. And and I believe that God has ordained and allowed each one of us to be brought here for this specific moment in this time. This is my belief. I believe that each one of us has a huge responsibility today 
to use the gifts that God has given us to serve the extraordinary people of this great country, and they deserve it, and to take good care of it. That's one thing they don't like. They don't like invoking the name of God. They don't like invoking the, the, the scripture. Now what he's referring to is, I believe, Romans 13 and other parts of Romans where it talks about the government being an authority. And, of course, when you look at it from that perspective, I believe he is correct. What he's referring to is Romans 13. Where it says, everyone must submit to the governing authorities, for there is no authorities except from God, and those that exist are instituted by God. So then the one who resists the authority is opposing God's command, and those who oppose it will bring judgment on themselves, for rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have its approval. For government is God's servant for your good, but if you do wrong, be afraid, because it does not carry the sword for no reason. For government is God's servant, an avenger that brings wrath on the one who does wrong. Therefore you must submit, not only because of wrath, but also because of your conscience. And for this reason you pay taxes, since authorities are public, God's public servants, continually attending to these tasks. Pay your obligations to everyone. Taxes to those who you owe taxes, tolls to those who you owe tolls, respect to those who you owe respect, and honor to those who you owe honor. That's what Mike John's talking about. But in order for this scripture to work, people have to believe in God. So stay tuned. We'll be back with more. You're listening to Just Form Talk. 9-11, the Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And of course, we are talking about our government. We were quoting Romans chapter 13. What a Christian's duties to the state are. And right after those words, it says, Do not owe anyone anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another 
has fulfilled the law, the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet. And whatever other commandment are all summed up by this. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. So we have the, the, prescri- the, the, the prescription for what it means to live for Christ. And what Mike Johnson is invoking when he talks about how God put us put them in positions of power for a reason, is, he's referencing, I believe, Romans 13 directly. But again, what judgment will God have upon us, bring upon us, if we reject him? If the government, those in power, reject him, as so many have, those who have walked away from God, yes, they may be in authority, but what we don't know is God's plan. We cannot see how complex and intricate his plan is for each and every one of us in our country as a whole. So both can be true simultaneously that we must as Christians submit to the governing authorities and simultaneously as they reject God, punishment comes. Judgment will come. Wrath will come. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know God's plan. It's too complex and great for me to know even a fraction of other than what I discern from the Bible and the scripture and my understanding and my relationship with God through prayer and his showing me the way. But I do know this. That if government is God's servant for our good, then we need people who fear and have reverence toward God and humility before God in the government. And the more people we put in government who reject God, who reject that which is good, the more problems we're going to have, the more wrath and judgment is going to come on this nation, the more destruction and despair we are going to see. Because that's as simple as it is. That's how this works. So, I mean, that's my humble opinion on it. We should all be aware of the authority that is corrupted by man and understand exactly what it is. So, Somebody texted in and said that they think that that was rewritten and mistranslated and that there's no synonymous words for government, kings, rulers, elected officials. I mean, it says authorities. I don't, did I say government? If I did, I mean, I guess authority, governing authority would be a king. I mean, these are translations that uh, you can parse through yourself if you uh, don't like that. And and of course it doesn't, they say it contradicts. It contradicts the temple money changers tables return. No, it doesn't contradict that. If anything, it reinforces it with what I just said. Yes, we're, we're, we're meant to submit to the authority 
and that God chooses these people. But let me tell you what. The way that those people, if everything is a part of God's plan and he has infinite wisdom, omnipotence, and omniscience to see the future, who are we to say what should or shouldn't happen at this point or that these things are happening to bring us to a better place in the future? That's my argument. I'm not an eschatological scholar. Okay, so if you want to really parse through these birds, we can do that. But I mean, the fact of the matter is, we are a nation in decline because we've rejected God. And all I'm saying is, the invocation of God is a good thing. We need more of it. Stay tuned. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Death Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. Hi, my name is Sam Cheshire. My wife Lisa and I own Build Design America in Longmont, Colorado. We've been in business for over 30 years, offering full-service flooring to Northern Colorado. A few years ago, we started into Kiva Studios. We offer full-service kitchen and bath remodeling, along with a design service. We're located in Longmont at 665 Frontage Road. Our phone number is 303-772-1202. And we also offer free design services. So give us a call, 303-772-1202. Listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stock futures moved off the lows of the morning after a reading showing the economy was stronger than expected in the summer. Third quarter gross domestic product grew at a 4.9% annual pace, helped by consumer spending, which was up 4%. Also, there was little change in the job market last week. The number of new claims for unemployment benefits rose by 10,000 to 210,000. And continuing claims, those still on unemployment, rose slightly to 1.79 million. Durable goods orders have expanded of manufactured things rose 4.7% in September, pushed up by Boeing orders. Ford shares are higher after the tentative settlement with the UAW. And Wall Street analyst Dan Ives at Wedbush says it appears the agreement does not ruin Ford's business model. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jim Cosola, invested in you. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. 
just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. This is Hour 2 of the Just Form Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Craig James. We are very thankful to be joined here in the second hour, coming up at the bottom of the hour by a good friend of the show. You guys know him, J.D. Plorable from Swamp Fight. He'll be here at the bottom half of the hour to join us, talk about what's going on here today. But we have more stories to cover other than uh, getting into uh, a scriptural debate here and uh, talking about this evil that exists in this world, I think we can all just agree that what the invocation of Christ means for our government, when you see people in Capitol Hill talking about God and talking about Christian morality and talking about doing the right thing as per the scripture, that's a good thing. That's my argument. If you are texting in to argue against that, uh, sorry, I'm not going to. I'm not going to engage in that that uh, argument because look, you can believe what you want. I'm not here to tell you what to believe. You believe what you want. You take your own cues, and uh, you know some people just want to to have an argument, and, and that's fine. But this isn't necessarily a debate show today. We are a news show, so we're going to get into the news. We have more news to cover here. For those of you who are just joining us, we had this crazy story this morning. Took the the took the news media cycle over. We talked about 22 dead, 50 to 60 injured after a shooter in Lewistown, Maine, took out a bowling alley full of people. They apparently uh, had this guy on their radar as usual. He was a firearm instructor from the U.S. Army Reserves who was just released from a mental hospital after threatening to commit a mass murder. And of course, as in all these cases practically, the FBI is going to come out and say, he was on our radar, but we allowed him to kill all these people because, as we referenced earlier, uh, possibly we have a connection to intelligence uh, operations like where William Cooper wrote in his book, Behold a Pale Horse, about the secret government that the CIA and other clandestine intelligence services had a uh, process called Orion where they would use drugs and hypnosis on mental patients to inculcate them into committing mass violent uh, mass shootings to essentially 
get the population to disarm itself. So the fact of the matter is, what we're seeing here is an amazing time we live in where things are happening that we cannot control or predict or in some cases even understand fully but as i was saying earlier do not let them put the conspiracy label on you for questioning these things because this is how we destroy society they created the conspiracy theorist label so that when you challenge the evidence it will signal to the it can be called a wild conspiracy theory which will signal to the public that they should automatically reject all offered facts and evidence because that's what it's all about so speaking of which we are faced with more egregious violations of our freedom and rights and not just ours but our president donald trump is facing more harassment from this left-wing judge whose clerk is best friends with chuck schumer and uh they are just they're left-wing witch hunt lunatics fighting trump on charges that are so wildly off the reservation i mean if these charges these new novel legal theories they're testing against trump if they hold really hold water judicially then we should start arresting pretty much every real estate broker on Wall Street in Manhattan. We should just we should have mass arrests and but that's never gonna happen because they're select they're selectively prosecuting Trump with n- novel legal theories in the the weaponization of our judicial uh, system known as lawfare to try to remove him from the ballot in the twenty twenty four election and to bankrupt his business and to suck up his time and to keep him in court and fighting uh, illegal battles when he should be out campaigning for his presidential campaign. But, of course, this is state-sanctioned election interference, which is being run by our corrupt, degenerate, kleptocratic government. And I can tell you right now that very clearly... What we're seeing here is the destruction of the the judiciary because, I mean, that's really what should be the last bastion of law and order, most, most literally, in our country. The backstop should be the judiciary. How hard is it to uphold the law? Well, when you're a judicial activist like Judge Ngoron in this New York City case against Trump, when you try to legislate from the bench, when you see yourself as judge, jury, and executioner in Judge Ngoron's case, when you have a complete and utter disdain for the individual and, and a contempt for an individual that you're overseeing the case of and a complete and utter bias, which you should be recusing yourself from for having, and you do not, then what you are doing, Judge Ngoron, the New York City left-wing liberal judge, who just looks like a left... I mean, I don't like to use looks, you know, I think it's it's kind of a petty thing, but he just looks like your typical left-wing New York liberal, old man, scraggly face, talks in a little whiny voice, 
But I digress that when you do all these things, Judge and Gorn, what you are doing is you are taking the metaphorical knife and you are jamming it straight into the back of the blind justice Lady Liberty. You are twisting it. Then you are stomping on the body and spitting on it metaphorically. That's what you're doing. And Judge and Gorin cackles the whole time doing it. Like a disgusting, perverted old man that he surely most likely is. That's a lot of details for somebody I've, I've never met. But you can uh, you can say possibly anything's possible, right, with these people, right? I wouldn't put it past him. He just has that look. Who knows? Maybe was he on Jeffrey Epstein's private plane? I don't know. We know that his law clerk loves Chuck Schumer. So, you know, birds of a feather flock together, as they say. But here it is. Judge Ingoron puts Trump on witness stand, finds him $10,000 for violating gag order, then warns him, don't do it again or it'll be worse. So now he's issuing threats from the bench against Donald Trump. Shut your mouth. Take this complete and utter catastrophic failure of a justice system trial. And all you can say, Trump, is, yes, sir, may I have another? And and that's what the judge is saying. He put Trump on the witness stand after he blasted the former president and accused him of violating the gag order with his remarks to the press. He also fined Trump $10,000. So that's this is insane. The judge is literally fining Trump for speaking, using his First Amendment right. And I think Trump should keep speaking. And you know what? I think he should refuse to pay the fine. Not because he doesn't have the money, but because on principle... And I think he should challenge it. Put me in jail. Because that's what they want. All they want is Trump in jail. Is that what it's going to take for the American people to wake up to what's happening here? That's my question. I mean, what, what is it going to take for people to wake up and realize what's happening in our country? I guess that's my biggest frustration. Because at this point, the fact that streets aren't being inundated with protests, peaceful protests, of course, just like the left, against this injustice is mind-boggling. Where does where is the Rubicon? How will it, what needs to happen for people to wake up? That's my real question. Stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to talk about that and much more. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. 
Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're talking about this complete and utter disgusting abuse of power that is happening inside of our own government. We're looking at the judge in Donald Trump's case in New York City, fining him $10,000 and warning him not to speak freely or else he'll suffer a much worse consequence, making threats. Trump briefly spoke to the press where he criticized Michael Cohen as a discredited witness and called Arthur and Goron a partisan judge. Well, no kidding. You have a convicted felon liar, Michael Cohen, being put on the stand in this case as a character witness against Trump. To witness to, to what? He's already come out and said Trump didn't tell him to do any, anything illegal. But just like as in every every case, well, Trump, he didn't say it, but he insinuated it. He, su- he suggested it without suggesting it. He, he gave me a wink and a nod, if you know what I mean. It's like, that is not, that doesn't hold water legally. That is not legally evidence of anything. Especially when the witness is a convicted felon who is convicted for lying. So, it it means nothing. Trump says, quote, he's a felon, convicted for lying. Convicted felon for lying. Went to jail for lying. And this is their only witness. When you think about it, it's pretty amazing. Well, no kidding. This whole thing is amazing. How, How have we gotten here? I'm not sure. But... I'll tell you this. The precise way that they are attacking Trump should be something that uh, we should keep note of and keep track of because it's only going to get worse from here. And we already know that that's what's coming. So let me just say... House Republicans have elected Mike Johnson as the Speaker of the House. That's a big story that we should be talking about more closely, but of course we're not. Trump's being persecuted. That's going to keep happening. And there is a lot of other information here. Now, one of the things about Mike Johnson I want to talk about was this. uh, Some of these clips that are popping up of him, because of course I told you that we're going to look at the good and the bad. We're not just going to focus on one thing or the other. We're not going to say, oh, yeah, Mike Johnson's good all the way around. We have to be, you know, we have to be challenging our elected officials in all capacities because that's how we uh, refine. Iron sharpens iron. You know, that that's kind of the, the way that we have to treat one another with regard to uh, especially our leaders here. 
And in that regard, I want to just point out that uh, some people are saying that he's he's a little bit soft on certain issues, such as uh, his beliefs about systemic racism. And George Floyd, he said, was murdered, which I think at worst or at most, Derek Chauvin, the officer in that case, could be charged with manslaughter. And that uh, George Floyd was not murdered, that he died of a fentanyl overdose while trying to resist arrest, uh, which ultimately led to his untimely demise. Now, here is, though, House Speaker Mike Johnson speaking on systemic racism, and I'll let you decide for yourself what you think uh, on his comments here. Let's go ahead and listen. And I've thought often through all these ordeals over the last couple of weeks about the difference in the experiences between my two 14-year-old sons, Michael being a black American and Jack being white, Caucasian. They have different uh, challenges. Uh, my son, Jack, has an easier path. He just does. They're, the interesting thing about both of these kids, Michael and Jack, is they're both handsome, articulate, really talented kids, gifted by God to do lots of things. But the reality is, and no one can tell me otherwise, my son Michael had a harder time than my son Jack is going to have simply because of the color of his skin. And that's a reality. It's an uncomfortable, painful one to acknowledge. But people have to recognize that's a fact. What should we do about that? I think that we need, uh, we really do need systematic change. I think we need transformative solutions. I think we, we're at a moment where we can begin to do more to form that more perfect union, as it says in the first line of the Constitution. And I've thought often through all these ordeals over the last couple of weeks about the difference in the experiences between my two 14-year-old sons, Michael being a black American and Jack being white, Caucasian. They have. Oh, there you go. That was the clip. Sorry, I played again. But, uh, yeah, he believes in systemic racism. Mike Cernovich online pointing out that uh, apparently he is more than willing to discuss the systemic racism that I guess he sees within his own family. And uh, Mike Cernovich also also points out that uh, he's going to reform the country after his first order of business, which was sending $100 billion overseas to Israel to defend their territorial sovereignty. Perhaps, you know, a novel theory, a novel idea would be us, you know, protecting our territorial sovereignty here first before we send $100 billion over to Israel. And I'll, I'll be critical of Mike Johnson where it's it's fit. I do appreciate his invocation of God and scripture in his opening remarks to Congress. And I think that this is a very good step in the right direction for our nation. It is the, the most positive step we could take. But I will say that, uh, you know, the, the criticism is, is well received, I think, is fairly received on this in this regard when it comes to Mike Johnson and his first order of business uh, sending $100 billion overseas. Uh, perhaps, you know, m- maybe this is one of the reasons why they hated Jim Jordan, because his first order of business from what he said he was going to do was to secure the southern border which is the one thing that nobody seems to figure out how to do. It seems pretty simple. Trump was able to do it fairly well while he was president. But now, with anybody else is in control, uh, it just seems like we're like, okay, well, let's just let everybody in constantly without regard for who's coming and what's going to happen and what the consequences will be for our nation. 
So, I, I mean, I personally look at this and I get uh, a little bit concerned and I am going to keep playing some more clips that I think uh, are, you know, interesting. I'll also share some other stories. Here's another one. So, coincidentally, of course, because this is a coincidence and, and we have to remember that it's a coincidence and that none of it... Uh, that none of this is true. That it's connected. It's not connected. Remember that. If anybody tells you that this is connected, they're a wild conspiracy theorist. And as I've said before, you must immediately reject all offered facts and evidence according to the uh, fake news media and the propagandists and the censors and big tech um, this is a conspiracy theory, therefore it is uh, to be rejected uh, without any examination of evidence or facts. That is your duty as an American citizen is to uh, disregard anything that would remotely be considered a conspiracy theory in tying these, these two events together because that would be conspiratorial minded and you are a uh, evil person for having those thoughts. So now that we got the, the formality out of the way, the, the disclaimer, if you will, I want to point out that con coincidentally, after some lunatic just mowed down a bunch of innocent people for no reason, this all happened on the same day that the uh, story is breaking that the FBI received, quote, criminal information, unquote, from over 40 confidential sources on Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and James Biden, According to Chuck Grassley, he alleged that the FBI and the DOJ sought to shut down investigations into the Bidens. Now, we already knew this partially, but the fact that the FBI received criminal information from over 40 confidential sources about Joe Hunter and James Biden, and that the fact that that story broke, and now nobody's going to talk about it, of course, because the new story is mass shooter, we need to get rid of your guns, etc., Remember, it is your duty as an upstanding citizen of the republic, I mean the democracy, to reject all offered facts and evidence and consider any connection between those two stories a wild conspiracy theory. And remember that lunatic conspiracy theories are to be ignored and rejected. I just had to put that disclaimer out there because you know as well as I know that you, that is what, you know, we are, that's how we're told to do. Remember. Break it down. First, they have a group of people who are conspiracy theorists. Then, they have the allegation that all conspiracy theorists share an underlying psychological weakness. Then, the conspiracy theory is said to threaten democracy by undermining trust in democratic institutions. Then, conspiracy theorists are purportedly prone to extremism and potentially radical. And finally, the conspiracy theory is not evidence-based. So, that's the components of a conspiracy theory canard and remember you are to reject 
All facts and evidence offered without even hearing it. You're not even supposed to listen to it. You're supposed to just reject it. So is there a connection to Bill Cooper and what he said in his book, Behold a Pale Horse? No. Reject all facts and evidence. Is there some connection to some kind of MK Ultra mind control or Project Orion CIA drug and, ment- uh, drug and hypnosis on mental patient procedures that just so happened to coincide directly with this man uh, being released from a psych ward after threatening to shoot up in a military base? No. You are to reject all facts and evidence. That is your duty as a member of this great democracy. Now go back to whatever you were doing before. Go back to the pornography. Go back to the, the bread and circuses. Go back to your Netflix. Watch TV shows about woke transgenders finding their feelings and, and numb yourself with drugs prescribed by doctors who have stock shares in big pharma companies and and just do- stop paying attention okay that's what this country needs more of because the less we pay attention the more ignorant and bliss, bliss we can live in i mean why do all this hard critical thinking why why even bother when we have great benevolent people like Dr. Fauci and and uh, William Gates and, uh, you know, Klaus Schwab, they can do all the hard thinking for us, okay? Like, I don't know, bugs probably taste pretty good. A coffin apartment isn't that small if you compare it to an actual coffin. And I don't want to own anything. I'll probably be happier without anything. These are all good things, people. If you don't believe that, then, you know, again, you're just one of those wild conspiracy theorists who should be categorically rejected. Categorically dismissed. So we have a few more textures texting in, and I'll uh, share some of them. Uh, Somebody texted in, Satan knows scripture as well. Of course he does. I don't know what that's in reference to, but uh, yeah, I can understand that uh, being something we should be mindful of. Another person from the 970 texted in and says, I am so thankful to hear these topics being voiced. Dana was the first person covering the scam released a couple of years ago. She does quite a bit of research on frequency targeting and attempted gun control programming. Thank you again. This video is about previous shooters, and they sent a video in that talks about frequency targeting. You know, I had media ecologist and MK Ultra expert James Martinez on the show not too long ago. Maybe we'll have to bring him back and rehash some of those topics with him again where we discussed the very the various methods of mind control that our government has. Now you but remember, this, reject all offered facts and evidence. That is your job. So, conspiracism is fascism's fuel. Remember that. You are evil for critically thinking. Go back to your inundation. Go back to your subjugation. 
Go back to your servitude. To the state. Your subservience. Let Fauci and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab figure out the tough stuff for us, all right? That's your job. When we get back, we're going to be joined by a special guest. Stay tuned to find out who it is on the other side of the break. Tune in Saturday mornings from 11 to noon right here on the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC 1360 for the Gardening with Joy and Holly radio show. Topic focus, guests from across the country and answering your garden questions. That's Saturdays, 11 to noon. Catch the replay Sundays, 4 to 5 p.m. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. Welcome back to Justin Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And uh, we're joined in studio by a very special guest. You guys know him. His name is J.D. Plorable. He has the show Swamp Fight here on 1360 KHNC. He joins us every Thursday to chime in and let us know what's going on in his world and what he thinks of everything we're talking about here. So, uh, without further ado, welcome to the show, J.D. It is good to have you on. Good to see you. Thank you. Good morning. Yeah, so we have a lot of stuff we've been talking about this morning. Uh, J.D., you've you've surely been listening, and, and you hear, heard a lot of it. We've talked yeah. about what's been going on with this mass shooting. We talked about the new Speaker of the House. We've talked about some other uh, interesting topics, what's going on with Trump and his trial and I, I guess where I would want to start is just to get your opinion on uh, what's going on here with uh, – what, what are your thoughts on – well, I guess we'll start with the Speaker of the House race. What, what do you think of Mike Johnson? Well, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's funny because last night on, on my show at 5 o'clock, I had uh, Trent Lysey on. And he's running for Congress. He's running for District 4, which is currently um, occupied by Ken Buck. So Trent was the perfect person to ask about that subject. You know, it was great because he's running for the House of Representatives. And I totally agreed with what he had to say about it. He was saying that, number one, 
he wishes that everything would have been done uh, other than behind closed doors. He didn't think that was right. Uh, he thinks it should be open to the public. Number two, he said that uh, Mike Johnson is basically not much different, if any, from the first two guys that they wouldn't vote in, you know, Jordan and the other guy. And uh, he, he just didn't, he said that sounds like that they just, and I agree with this, it, it sounds like it was just a, a circus, a, a show, you know, and this thing went on for a couple of weeks or so when they could have elected Jordan or the other guy weeks ago. And now it's like they just settled basically because they know that they were they're being embarrassed. So they just kind of settle for some. You know, he's not a bad guy. Uh, he's not a horrible guy. He's not a bad guy. And all I all I care about is, you know, get back to work and start doing what the people put you there for, what the people put you there to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think he's a pretty good guy. I think that the compromise was basically made that – so you, you look at the progression and the evolution of the voting, and you start with uh, – I believe it went from it went from Kevin McCarthy being removed to then Steve Scalise being rejected to then uh, they tried to put out Jim Jordan, and then they, then they shifted quickly to Tom Emmer. Then they uh, shifted back to Mike Johnson. They settled on him. And I think what the evolution and the compromise was essentially uh, that they were trying to get their K Street lobbyist bought and paid for, you know, puppet in like Kevin McCarthy. Uh, they wanted a Kevin McCarthy type, which would be like a Steve Scalise or a Tom Emmer, as was pointed out. And I played the clips from Matt Gates explaining exactly how this all works and how the K Street lobbyists were holding a billion dollars in worthless IOUs if they didn't get one of their puppets in because they're just meant to uphold and continue the waste, fraud, and abuse in Congress. So the reason they hate Jim Jordan, though, and they wouldn't allow Jim Jordan is because Jim Jordan vocally said the the, the part you're not supposed to say in Washington, D.C., which is that he was going to reject uh, pretty much any funding bill for any sort of outside foreign investment as far as like, you know, supporting Ukraine and all of that. And before he would, he would primarily put first funding of secure border and shutting down the border and doing things like uh, helping realign the budget. And I don't think Mike Johnson's as hard on the, the fiscal conservatism as J Jim Jordan was. And I think that's why they fought so hard to keep Jim Jordan out is because he was going to, you know, really push hard for the, the single item appropriations for the budgeting so that you don't have these omnibuses. I'm not sure if Mike Johnson, he hasn't said too much about how he is going to uh, come forward and make this uh, basically – make this argument that uh, he was going to be, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know what Mike well, Johnson's Well, you really don't do. know until a bill comes up. Yeah, we're going to wait and see. But, I mean, you, you have the same factions in Congress that are going to be uh, fighting against us. So that was the compromise I saw with this whole thing. Uh, I, I actually am not upset at Mike Johnson. You know, I was talking about today he's one of the first speakers in a long time who's I've seen who invokes uh, Christ 
in or invoked God and Scripture in in his position as speaker. His right. first speech, he talks about how he basically references Romans thirteen, which uh, we've had uh, some individuals who are have been you know talking about the difference in scriptural translation and and the fact that. Uh, you know, they want to get into these biblical scholarly debates on it all. But my point was simply that it is a good thing when we get people who are focusing on God back in positions of authority in our government, because otherwise our country is, is assuredly doomed to fail. Right, J.D.? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. I mean, if, if you don't have uh, God's people as your leaders, then, yeah, you are doomed to fail. And what I would say is that, see, here, here's the thing with, with these, these representatives in, in the House, these, these congressmen and women, they say a lot of stuff, and they claim that this, this is, you know, they're, they're a fiscal conservative, they're this, they're that, you know, this is my position. But how many times have we seen somebody say, like Lauren Boebert, for instance, you know, that this is what I stand for. This is who I am. This is the type of Congress person that I am. And then some bill comes up and they vote totally the opposite, you know. So you really, like I said, you really don't know with this guy. You can look at how he's voted in the past on some things, but... He's in a different position now, so we'll see. We'll see uh, what he does. Well, you know, and, and some critic, critics have come forward against Mike Johnson. Um, you know, and I think with fair criticism. I mean, one of the first criticisms I've seen about him is, you know, his comments on George Floyd. He says that George Floyd was murdered. I said, you know, at, at worst it was manslaughter, but rea the realistic actual fact of what happened was it was a drug overdose um, fentanyl overdose while he was re resisting arrest uh, i don't think derek chauvin should be in prison for as long as he is maybe you could argue some sort of manslaughter because he didn't you know do the help that that needed to be done etc cetera, etc cetera. but you know the fact of the matter is his and then his views on like he talks about systemic racism and how it's a real thing and then that's a little wishy-washy to me but mike sonovich also was critical in saying that, you know, his first order of business as Speaker of the House was sending $100 billion in foreign aid to, to Israel to, to help them, which, you know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't stand with Israel in, in regard to, you know, helping them in this fight against Hamas, specifically Hamas and the terrorists that specifically uh, committed those crimes. I, again, we've had this debate before, J.D., about I'm not a fan of indiscriminate murder and whether it's Palestinians on Jews or Jews on Palestinians, I'm not for it. And But the first order of business is sending $100 billion of our money in foreign aid while our border is wide open and our country's being overrun. I mean, is that not a fair criticism? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and speaking of the border, the guy who was just elected as Speaker of the House, this Mike Johnson, uh, representative from Louisiana, I believe it is. He, what, if not his first order of business, it better be in the top two, and that is the southern border. 
Yeah, I mean, we can only wait and see what happens. Hopefully that will be the uh, second order of business here. I mean, it's all going to be happening today as we speak. I think another thing that Mike Johnson needs to to make clear is his position on whether or not they're going to go after Jack Smith and this ridiculous witch hunt of President Trump and the election interference. I think that that Congress must go after those people and that that's something we need. Agreed. But uh, we'll see what happens, J.D. We're going to keep covering it. When we come back, we're going to keep discussing what's going on and uh, get J.D.'s take on it. But uh, stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Greg James. We'll be back after the break. It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carry-out-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7- to 8-foot-tall flowering tree for only two sixty-nine fifty, and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only two seventy. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the tree farm. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're joined in studio by my good friend, friend of the show, JD Plorable of Swamp Fight. So, JD, we're going to keep going. You know, I think we both agree that uh, it's it's almost too early to tell, I guess, with Mike Johnson, right? Yeah. We're going to have to give it some time to simmer and, and let's see what happens. But uh, there's a few other stories to talk about here. Obviously, we talked about President Trump. Uh, all of these fa- trials he's facing are just unimaginably corrupt, uh, as it were. The, the truth is... We all know what they're doing. It's it's a broad spectrum election interference that is being uh, government sanctioned right now. The judge in the case in New York City put Trump on the stand yesterday and fined him $10,000 for violating his quote-unquote gag order and said that if he doesn't shut up, that the consequences are going to get worse. What do you think of that, J.D.? <laughs> well, he's not going to shut up. That's what I think of that. And, and I don't like this judge, period. And I certainly don't like this judge threatening the president of the United States. I mean, who does this judge think they are? You know, it's it's. Well, oh, I'll tell you who this judge thinks they are. They they think that they are Judge Dredd. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, JD, but he is the oh, law. Yeah. I am the law. (laughs) Right. I am the law. Yeah. He's judge, jury, and executioner. But more seriously, though, his his clerk – I mean, one of the things that's really hit a nerve with this judge, J.D., is Trump posting about his clerk. Now, this is like – I don't know if you're a fan of like Tolkien and and the the Lord of the Rings stuff and all that. But – I like the movies. Yeah, the movies. There's – you know that king and he's got the the worm tongue guy who's whispering into his ear and he's he's being controlled by the guy? 
That's what this clerk is essentially for this judge. She's his worm tongue. She's whispering into his ear every five seconds. He, he's basically following her orders. And the reason Trump brings her up is that there's this picture he posted on his social media of her with a big ear-to-ear grin, smiling and hugging Chuck Schumer from not too long ago. Right. And I talked about it on my show the other day, J.D. Saw that. If you, were, if you recall... Chuck Schumer was the guy who said, uh, let me just, uh, uh, let's put it this way. Yeah. That's what he said. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> he said, let me put it this way. No, but I. I no, I, I'm going to play this clip because yeah. I want to play it. I, I think it's worth sharing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I it's love it. uh, Chuck Schumer where he, he talks about, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm trying to look this up, where he talks about seven ways from Sunday for the. Uh, intelligence community go after trump right and I, I really think that we should recall what the actual quote is i'm trying to find it right now Are the you- actual quote is essentially i played it the other day he says look he's like talking to rachel maddow and he says trump is really taking on the intelligence community and they have seven ways from sunday to get back at you because he's basically calling them out and instead of rachel maddow responding as a normal human being would who's a real reporter who's not uh, a you know state apparatchik as she is she's like well what do you think they're going to do to him not like why is the intelligence agency targeting citizens yeah. for questioning them you know what she's, i mean she's an idiot Well, she's not only an idiot, she is, you know, I would argue that these people like, you know, when they say Mockingbird, I think it's more appropriate that these people are intelligence assets, whether willingly or knowingly or unknowingly, they are, they are apparatchiks of the deep state. They're propagandists. They're definitely carrying the water. Yeah. Well, beyond carrying, I think in some, they're, they're drilling the well in some, in some regards, but this is what I think is fascinating about this case is that you have literally a guy like Chuck Schumer's, you know, it's all so convenient how these, these people are so interrelated and intertwined, J.D. That's, that's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It's like they're all from one family. And I mean like first and second cousins, you know. I'm not they talking extended family. It's crazy. They're all related or they worked for each other or their son is married to their son. <laughs> you want, no, you, yeah, exactly. You, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, you want to hear something crazy, too? Look at, uh, look at the um, Obama officials in his administration and look at the wives and husbands of those officials and it's like everybody who is in the Obama administration is married to some high-ranking executive in the corporate media. It's it's almost insane how many people that you know whoever it is Susan Rice the rest of them they're all married to or directly related to in one form or fashion to people who are like high-ranking corporate media officials and that's just a coincidence gd True. and and i have this i have this article i read on the show the other day about the the pejorative conspiracy theory and how it's the canard that's used to basically apply to anybody to get people to immediately dismiss them and the the juxtap- the, the, the crux of the article basically said that the reason why conspiracy theorists label was created was so that the state and its propagandists don't have to uh, 
debate the public openly and they can basically keep the public from being aware of inconvenient evidence. So basically what they say is that uh, if you say, if you call something a wild conspiracy theory, you create that canard and label, what that does is that signals to the population that yeah. they should automatically reject all the offered facts and evidence, right? They're trying to discredit what you're saying and what you're bringing to the public by calling it a conspiracy theory. Now, there are a lot of conspiracy theories, for sure, but... I'm talking about uh, specifically where it's used as a pejorative. Well, a lot of times, though, that's what they'll do. You could be 100% accurate and right, and the first thing they do is call it a conspiracy theory, right? But how many times have we talked about propaganda on our shows and that is without a doubt either propaganda or fear one of the two is the most powerful tool they have and they use both and um, they're not stupid you know they're they're good at what they do they're good at playing the game they're not good at anything else that's why they they don't work out in the civilian world that's why they work for the government but they're good at what they do yeah, I've, I, uh, we've been getting some textures coming in. I just want to address them real quick. I agree with you, J.D., uh, but they asked me, Sean. That was a required weekly test of the emergency alert system on 91.5 KUNC NPR for Northern Colorado. And the stone that you rolled away. All right, well, that was the emergency broadcast system. We'll be back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after a short commercial break. Hi everybody, Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular bleed stop website prices. Get yours today.
Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Joined in studio, as always on Thursdays, by my friend Jay Deplorable of Swamp Fight, which you can catch every Saturday and Sunday at noon and Wednesdays at 5 p.m. here on 1360 KHNC. And I want to first thank you, J.D., for joining me here on the show today. I really always appreciate our conversations. I think we really we, – we, today we didn't have as much time as we normally do, but uh, we'll, get, we'll get you back for the whole hour next week, right? Right. Uh, uh, I mean, I enjoy coming, coming and uh, talking with you, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's fun. I, I like it, and I appreciate, appreciate being on the show. Well, we appreciate having you on the show, J.D., as always. And today, you know, is no different than any other day. We do our God's Grace's Greater segment to wrap things up here. And, uh, J.D., I hope you'll stick around while we do this, oh, as we always for do. For sure. Uh, what we're going to do is we're just going to look at a little bit of Scripture. And uh, I want to address Sean from Windsor. While the emergency broadcast cut us off, he texted and asked if I'd watched the documentary he sent yet. No, I have not watched it yet, but I appreciate you uh, texting in. And uh, I wanted to make that clear. Also, uh, somebody texted in and says, the golden rule is the preferred authority is my interpretation of Christianity. Forgiveness outweighs the passion of punishment, passion to punish. Okay, very interesting. I appreciate the comments and the, the, the text. You guys texting. You guys make this show so much better. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that. But with that, I want to uh, wrap it up with just a few simple verses and I'm going to go back to, to one of my favorites here as we face a, a world that has fallen, J.D., and that's Romans 1, or Romans 5, 1 through 5, and it talks about this. It says, Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have also obtained access through him by faith into this grace in which we, are, in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions because we know that our affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character and proven character produces hope. This hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has given to who was given to us. And that's that's my message, JD. I just I really, you know, you know who that reminds me of? I know who you're going to say. Yeah. I mean that right? Right. Kelvin, the deaf blind Potter. I mean, that's Kelvin, him right there. Our, our good friend Kelvin Crosby, whose show Deaf Blind Potter is here on 1360 KHNC. Rejoice Mondays in at, your afflictions. Mondays at 5 p.m. And, and that is his, his uh, testimonial verse that he yeah. references. And I and I that's why I brought it up, though, is not just it. because of him, but because I think all of us, with our affliction that we face in this world, we have to remind ourselves that it's going to help us to have a proven character by the endurance that it produces and that that endurance will lead us to the hope in Christ that is present always. And uh, I, I've been using that verse for practically my entire Christian life to remind myself that anything that we face in this fallen world, that God's going to use it for to make us better and stronger as long as we trust in him, have faith in him. And even in those dark times, the, the hardest thing to do sometimes is to, to look through the darkness and see the light of God shining and yeah. trust and believe in that. And that's, that's kind of my, my thought, J.D. No, no, nothing's too big for God. You know? God can do it. God can do it. And if any of you out there listening haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, let me make this, this – uh, uh, plea or, or request of you today if you're interested i ask that you turn your life over to christ and all you have to do is repent 
of your sin, say a prayer, accept Jesus. He knows what's in your heart. God sees what's in your heart. And let God do things in your life that you may at this moment think are impossible because he can do it. And if you've already accepted Jesus, then I want you to to say a prayer today and call on his name and, and help him to or allow him to do things with you for the betterment of others and yourself that will ultimately make this world a better place. So that's where I leave it, JD, as always. I always I always call on people to to accept Christ as their savior. That's a wonderful thing that you do, and I hope there are people out there listening who just did. I, I sincerely hope so. I really do. Well, thank you very much, JD. I appreciate having you on the show. Remember Swamp Fight. Saturday and Sunday at noon, Wednesdays at 5. You can check out this show every day, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. I'm your host, Craig James, joined by my friend, J.D. Corbel. We'll see you next time. Until then, Godspeed and God bless each and every one of you, patriots. Patriots.